Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast. Tonight we are talking about the one and only Britney Spears. We gotta talk about her. You know we gotta talk about her. So I wanna talk about Britney's blackout era tonight. There's so many songs on the blackout era that I am just like, I'm here for. I really love the blackout era. Um, What can I say about it? So, okay, so Britney Spears, up until Blackout, gave, I think, she had great albums. Like, my favorite albums from Britney have to be, like, I Love Baby One More Time. I love In The Zone. I would say, like, her first four albums were really great albums. The first one and the fourth one, though, are, like, two of my very favorites. I love Oops. I do. But nowhere near as much as I love the first album. Like, when you people compare the two, I think Oops is a great album. It has really good songs on it. But Baby One More Time is, like, that is my 90s. That is my childhood right there. Like, it just hits me in those feels. Okay, it just really does. And then the Britney album is one of my least favorite from Britney. It's not a bad album at all. I love that album. Like, I would say Britney has never released a bad album to me. And I know people are like, um, hello, it's called Britney Jean. Sit back. Britney Jean is might be her worst album, but her worst album is still better than a lot of y'all's faves. Best album. Sit back. Um, <laughs> and there's that. But Britney is not a bad album. I really, like, when I first heard Britney, I hated it because, well, not hated it, I just liked it because her sound changed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she really went more, like, nasally baby voice with that album. And that was the first time. And I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Like, but the songs really grew on me. Like, it, and it was also a short album compared to the other ones. I think that album is, like, either anywhere from 33 to 39 minutes with just the, like, 12 songs. Um, which normally for Britney, like, her albums are longer. Even Baby One More Time is a longer album if you have just the 11 songs on that one. Um, so that album was just like, whatever. Like, it was, but now I really like Britney. Like, there were some songs that bopped on Britney. Like, there really were. And uh, I know In The Zone was just, In The Zone was In The Zone. Like, Britney, okay, Britney has a few albums where it's like, even if you're not a Britney stan, you love those albums. And I'm sorry, but In The Zone is one of those. Like, can we talk about that? That's, and we're going to. That's going to be another album we're going to talk about later. But I want to talk about Blackout because Blackout was like Britney girl. Like, <laughs> the first four albums, like, they're, they're so fun and they're very poppy and stuff. But Blackout was something else. Blackout gave you, it was dark. And it was a dark time in Britney's life. That was back when I think she was touring, calling herself like the M&M's. Do you guys remember that? She would like went on like a little like tour and called herself the M&M's because she didn't want to go by her actual name. I like, I would, I remember people talking, like I was going on the bus to school and they were talking about Britney Spears on the radio. And I remember thinking like, Britney has lost her mind. Like, oh my gosh. And like, this was during that time where there was a lot going on with her and people just were like, really uncertain if she was okay and so when she came out with an album in 2007 she came out with the video and we were talking about give me more everybody was talking about the song and she, she was the mtv performance like after the performance i think the performance dropped before the song and no one had ever heard the song before and the performance was i liked the performance i still by to this day liked it was i terrified yes as a huge britney fan i was like so terrified for her because i was like this is bad like in my head i was like this is good but it's bad. You know what I mean? Because you've never, like, she really gave the vibe that, you know, she was under some type of influence. I'm not going to say what it was, but that was the vibe that she gave. And I was, like, really worried for her. And I don't know, like, it was just, it was crazy. But then, like, I remember, like, on iTunes, they were promoting the video for it. So I bought the video on iTunes. Then I bought the album. And the, like, her performance, that video, 
all of it just felt very dark. And then when you listen to the album, you listen to Blackout the album, it is dark. That album is so freaking dark. It's like, you're not used to it. You go from, you heard Britney's first album, right? And then someone played you her fifth album, Blackout. You'd be like, how is this even the same person? Like, what? Because like at the time, I was listening to certain artists I probably shouldn't have been listening to, but I was listening to like more like Peaches and stuff like that. People who are doing like more of the like sexualized music, you know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> and Britney was like, Britney talked about these things in her songs, but she did it in a different way. But Blackout was like ratchet. Blackout was like, oh, okay, Britney's one of them girls. Like. <laughs> And y'all know it's true. And that's why I think so many fans love Blackout. Because Blackout was like, because Britney always gave this persona of like, sweet, happy, innocent. Like she was doing the whole virgin thing for a while, right? So that was her. Even though she did like risque stuff, we're not going to have she didn't strip on stage when she was like 18. We're not going to have she didn't do that. And she like, she low-key has always been that girl who did that kind of stuff. But now she was like, no, I'm that girl. Like, I'm putting it out there in music form. You're going to hear it. Like, there's no song on that album to me let up on that. Like, she was really on that girl on that album. The album was dark. Those beats were amazing. And I really feel like there's artists today. Like, there's a song called Freak Show right now. I think his name is by Suburban. Or Suburban, is that, am I saying that right? By him. That is like, it's called Freak Show. That song is a bop, first of all. But if that is not a callback to Britney's 2007, I don't know what is. Like, Melanie Martinez, part of, like, some of her songs, like, Carousel and stuff, like, even though she's giving, like, a baby, like, a little school, school girl vibe, which is also very Britney, there's still, like, some of her beats hit, like, a Blackout album beat. You guys know what I'm talking about. Like, some of her beats are just like, yes, yes. And everybody wants to call these different artists and say, like, oh, yeah, they're all giving Blackout 2.0. No, no. <laughs> like, even when they say Britney's newer stuff is Blackout 2.0, I'm like, no, Blackout was Blackout is its own thing. It really is. There's songs that are Blackout reminiscent, like Mannequin from Circus. That is a Blackout. I'm, I swear that's a Blackout reject that she put on Circus. And I'm here for it because that's my favorite song. That's actually one of my favorite Britney songs on any of her albums. But I swear that song should have been on Blackout. Like, I feel like that song was going to be on Blackout. And they were like, we already have too many bangers. We're going to save this. Like, I kid you not, that, that song. Anyways, like, I don't know, like, Blackout is such a great album. <clears throat> I don't think there was a single song that I didn't like on it. And we're going to talk about the songs right now. So going into the first single, we got to talk about Gimme More because, like, why would we not talk about Gimme More? Gimme More is, like, and, 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 her, and her, you know, her catchphrase now, it's Britney, bitch. Like, that has been, like, inducted into, like, Cat's Phrase Hall of Fame. Like, and is she still doing it? Like, it, it's still happening, right? She's still saying that in the beginning of her tracks or whatever. It's great. The, the beat to this song is, I'm listening to it now, the beat is just, like, insane. And that's what it was for Blackout. Her, like, the album, the name is fitting. It's completely fitting. And she was also giving us black hair at the time, like, right, with the photo shoot, with the video. And there's, like, a whole other version of this video where it's basically, like, symbolic of Britney Spears killing off Britney Spears. It's killing off the... Britney that we know and getting to more of the like you know darker side of Britney which hence the black hair like there was a lot of like that going on in the video it's crazy and like they had to cut like she ended up I think leaving the video shoot pretty short like she just didn't want to finish it or whatever and so there's a lot that that got shot that we haven't seen you can now watch it on YouTube but there's also other storylines that we're going to be 
were going to further it. I think it was going to be like a funeral. And so it was going to be pretty dark. And there's other songs that Britney was releasing close to the time of Blackout, but like before it, but close to it, like with the chaotic thing with her and Kevin. In her song, Mona Lisa, she talks about giving like an, a eulogy for like herself or whatever. So there was a dark time where Britney was talking about like death and talking about cloning and stuff. Like it was getting weird. I like, I honestly feel weird even talking about this right now. Like I'm like, don't come for me, but I'm just saying, like, it was getting dark. I'm going to, I'm going to change subject. I re- no, I really do get really worried when I start talking about like conspiracy theory stuff. Cause like people are crazy out there, girl. Anyway. So, you know, blackout is just like, this dark era for Britney, right? It really is. And I don't know, like just, Everything, like the promotion for that single, everything was just so dark around it. But it was kind of fascinating too. And I think that's why people love this album and love this song, Give Me More. Like, I mean, you had rappers, T.I., Lil' Kim, all of them doing remixes to the song. Ashanti was like, even a year after, Ashanti was at the BET Awards and she's like, I'm still I'm still rocking to Britney's Blackout album. All this other stuff is noise. And I was like, dang, like when you have like people in the industry like checking for this album, like girl, girl. So, so we have the first single, which is, like I said, it's Give Me More, and it's just, it's absolutely great. It's a banger. We love it. Um, and this is, by the way, this is the album that actually ended up getting to the Rock Hall of Fame for Britney. The whole album did, and that's something that doesn't really happen um, for many artists. But, uh, you know, and I think Britney, I think all Britney's, her whole catalog should be in there, because if you ask me, um, her whole catalog really is you know, the girls, the boys, everybody takes of it. Every Everybody has, everybody takes from Britney's catalog um, to make their stuff. But yeah, that was a banger. Let's get to Piece of Me. So, <laughs> Piece of Me is, Piece of Me is that song. It really is. I, I, I loved Piece of Me when I first heard it because it's Britney, like, telling everybody to flip off. It really is. And again, doesn't, like, she does that. She's like, she said that and she's done it in such cutesy ways. But at that time, she had already, like, gone off on people. Like, she was like, nah, dude, like, you're not going to make me this girl. You're not going to make me a victim of my own success and stuff. And I love that piece of me is that song. It really is a stick it to that person song. And that's great. And it's, it just got, like, a feel-good vibe to it. Like, I really was just like, this is what, yes. Like, this, it really was. And it was probably the poppiest song, I would say. One of them, anyway, on the album. Like, of the 12 songs I want to talk about. I'm going to talk about some of the bonus ones, like Get Back and, and Sugar Rush and all those other ones, too, that people probably don't even know about. I will probably talk about some of those, but I really want to talk about the main 12 that were on the actual album and Get Back, because Get Back, you could buy them as a bonus track. But yeah, Piece of Me was just a really good second single. I think she was pretty smart when it came to single choices for the album. Um, yes, I would have, cho- I would have chosen, uh, get naked. I got a plan, but she didn't. And that's fine. It happens. But I think there were some genuinely really good choices and piece of me was a really great choice for a second single. Obviously it was really good because if you remember the video for piece of me ended up getting her, her first VMA, which don't even get me started on how the VMAs have been very biased, not even just towards Britney, but towards other people. They just refuse to give them awards. And I know Perez Hilton, I think was on the panel and he was like, he didn't like her and treated her like crap for so long. But how funny, like, when that album came out, Britney was winning. Like, Britney was, like, winning. Because people were like, we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Even though, like, I guess Giddy Moore was not her best-selling album. It's one of the albums that, like, people over time realized, hey, we messed up on this one. We actually dropped the ball. And so Piece of Me got Video of the Year. I think Pop Song of the Year, whatever. Britney was, like, racking in awards. And 
it was great to see her win because she never wins in the VMAs. But I think by that time, MTV realized, well, one, MTV realized that MTV is trash. But two, I think it also realized that, like, this girl, like, she's, like, one of the only artists that people watch the VMAs for. Like, when she's, the years that she's not attending, the ratings are not where it's at. Like, Britney needs to be here. And we need to finally give her, like, yeah, she got first lady of TRL. That's cute, whatever. But Britney needs to be here. And so I think they found a way to get here. I and mean, they were doing the For the Record thing, too. So I think it was a whole plot, like, in my opinion. Do I think she deserves those awards? Absolutely. But do I think it was a plot to get her there and to, to, to be a part of her For the Record thing, her documentary? Hell yeah. I definitely think it was. And it was a come up for everybody. So, yeah. And she won the next year, too. She'd get an award the next year. So it wasn't like she just won that year and that was it. I think she's won probably four or five, well, at least five VMAs by now. And she was the first one that got the Michael Jackson Award. So kudos to her. Even though that performance, that those little toddlers and tiaras on that stage, that was some bull. That was some bull, but whatever. Next, we're going to get onto the single of Radar. Now, Radar was not the third single. It was actually going to be the fourth single on the album, but I think they just scrapped it because Break the Ice was an animated video, and I don't think they wanted to do another anime, uh, which we'll get to that in a second. So they actually put Radar on Circus, which I hated because... As much as I like Radar, Radar should have stayed where it was. Like, I'm sorry, but there was no need to make Radar a single. Like, after after it's, like, you know, there was no need to put it on another album and make it a single. You should have made it the fourth and last single on that on the uh, Black Eyed album and kept it pushing. Even though I wouldn't have done that. I would have done at least three or four other, like, I would have done, like, two other singles. Get Naked, I Got a Plan would have been a single and probably, I don't know. Get Naked is my favorite song. I just, just because the beat is amazing. But, like, there were a few other songs you could have done. Like, Freak Show would have been cute, too. But, um, yeah, you didn't have to do what you did. Even Heaven on Earth is really cute. Again, or, what? no, Why Should I Be Sad? Why Should I Be Sad would have been a single, for sure. But they scrapped all that, and they decided to put Radar out as the fourth single from her Circus album, which, to me, was dumb. Because Circus had enough songs on its own. Like, can we talk about Out From Under? Can we talk about Unusual? Unusual You is my favorite. Besides Mannequin, Unusual You is my favorite. And it, Amnesia, Trouble, Girl. You know what? We're not doing this. But anyway, there were so many songs that could have been that for a single. And the fact that they chose Radar was lazy. Yes, it's great that Radar, you know, got a single because it's a good song. But that wasn't the right era. And I think that threw not just me, but a lot of fans off. Like, why are we getting this bonus track? If we wanted Radar, we would have got the last album and we bought that too. So why are you like, what is this? So that was really weird to me and felt like they were just grasping at straws for no reason. Like, I don't know if the producer behind that song was like, no, I, like y'all promised me this. I'm getting this. I Like, what was that for? Can someone explain? And that video for Radar was cute, but it was it was a Candy's promotion video. Like her, if you, if I'm correct, if you seek Amy and um, Radar were both Candy's promoted videos, but that video was like I don't know. To me, Radar is one of her dumbest videos. Like it's not dumb. It's just not great. It's cute. It, it's cute. The plot is whatever. It's just it's just cute. It could have been so much better, but it was it was cute. That's what it is. Um, and that is no hate, no shade towards Radar or Radar fans. Because every you know, you know every damn Britney song in the world has fans. You know every Britney song in the world has an army behind it. That's how that's how I'm telling you, certain artists, Britney Spears, Michael Jackson, Janet, all them, certain artists have like a fan base for just just the songs, sis. You gotta fight the fan base for the songs, sis. I ain't doing all that. Mm-mm, I ain't got time for that, that. But you know what I mean? Like you have to fight the fans. Um next, let's get to the reason, like Okay, so 
Get Naked is my favorite song. I'm going to say this this whole video so you guys do not get confused. In fact, we're going to have a, a, like a, 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 a pop quiz at the end of this video about what my favorite song is. I done told y'all a million times. My second favorite song, Break the Ice. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it? You guys, you guys. Can we... Break the Ice is one of her best. That When I tell you that song does not let off, off, off your neck, this song does not let up off your neck for nobody. I, like... When I first heard it, and she goes, it's been a while. I was like, yes, bitch, it has. It's been like two years, but who's counting? Bitch, let me tell you. <laughs> bitch, let me tell you. Girl, I'm sorry. Let me tell you, this song, what? This, and then she pulled out an anime music video. You guys, I thought I was watching Linkin Park. I was hella confused. I was like, who did this? Who did this? Who made this? Because this is cute. It's, it's not my favorite, but it's, it's cute. It's like a toxic too. By the way, she got to get out of that toxic stuff, okay? Because she did toxic. She did this. She did womanizer. And I'm here for it. But Brittany, we get it. You're an assassin. It's fine. It's cool. What you need to do is go after those people who try to hold you down, okay? Hashtag free Brittany forever. Anyways, sorry. I do this. It is what it is. Y'all like it because you're still here. But, um, girl. <laughs> So Break the Ice was that, girl, Break the Ice, when I heard this in the club, you guys, I don't know where, I can't even remember what club I was in, but I remember I was getting a drink, right? I was, No, I really was. I was getting a drink. My friends were, like, not even around me, and I heard, it's been a while. That was my call to report to the dance floor. I forgot my drink. When I typed, I bought it, and I forgot it. It wasn't important, because my girl was on. It was like, uh, it's like the bat signal, bitch. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be calling you that. It is like the bat signal, okay? When you hear this, you know it's time. When you are there, and you hear, it's been a while. There's a beacon in the sky. It's Britney's beacon. It's time to report to the dance floor. Get yourself to the dance floor now. Drop whatever you got in your hand. Drop your drinks, drop your keys, drop your babies. I don't care. It's time to go. Like, this plays no game. This song does not let up. It don't let up. You can say what you want about the video. The video is cute to me. It's it's something different, and that's cool. And the the, the fact that they weren't certain she was going to come back for her fourth single, um, which I think was going to be Radar, and it was also going to it was might have had to have been animated because I think Black I think Break the Ice and Radar were going to be a two parter video, which is why there's the to be continued. But I think her team was just like you know what people really didn't react to Break the Ice because they're haters didn't react to Break the Ice the way that they should have. So we're going to go ahead and just not do that as the fourth, uh, Radar as the fourth single and they get animated. We're going to do something else. And that to me is kind of what killed it because technically Break the Ice has never gotten its sequel. So, I mean, she could do that now. She could do that now if she wanted to, but technically Break the Ice has never gotten a sequel. So I'd love to see what a Break the Ice sequel would even look like. And also that talks about cloning too, which is crazy because like I said, a lot of the stuff on her, you know, her albums have talked about, um, you know, cloning and, and weird weird stuff like that but a lot of her stuff has talked about that so I mean I don't know I, I just I, I feel like it's it would be interesting to see what is going to come of that if, if anything ever does you could say Womanizer is technically a sequel but it's not because she's not really an assassin in Womanizer you know what I mean so I really wouldn't call it a sequel so I'm waiting to see if we'll ever get a Break the Eye sequel that's what also is great is that should be continued hasn't been continued the next song on the album is called Heaven on Earth and I like Heaven on Earth. I feel like it's 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 a really cute song. It's dark. It's another dark song. My friend Diana and I, we both were really into this album in high school. And these were, like, that was, this is her favorite song. So when I think of this song, I think of Diana because she loved it. And there's almost like a sequel to this song. I want to say it's called, it's called Trip to Your Heart. It's off Ben Fatal. 
that song feels like a sequel to this. It's a more of a lighthearted sequel, but there's something about that song that reminds me of this song. And I, cause I think in that one, she's like, um, shift to your eyes, shift to your heart, shift to your blah. And this one, she's talking about your breath, your touch, your, your face, your hands, whatever. So to me, there's some kind of, I don't know, that's how I, I link these songs together. It's kind of a, kind of a connection. I feel like the sequel to, to that song, or this is a prequel to that song. Um, but yeah, just, it's a really good, fun pop tune. Another one like Peace of Me, where it's one of the poppier songs on the album. Um, and yeah, I just, I like it. I think it's cool. Um, there, I, I'm sorry, I really don't have much to say about that one in particular. So the next song I want to play is her song, Get Naked, I Got a Plan, which I actually low-key played the instrumental just a few minutes ago. So I might not do it again, but I might do it again. I Okay, so I kind of want to because I, I want to, like, talk about, um, like, it's just, it's amazing, and I love it. So it's fine. Okay, here we go. So <clears throat> all these songs have ads in front of them. I think that just shows how, like, you know, people listen to this. How many have listened to it? Hmm. Not as many as I should have, but these are instrumental, so that's probably why. So, Getting Naked, I Got a Plan. I love this song because it's just, I don't know, it's very dark. And at that time in my life, too, I want to add, I was actually going through a dark period at the same time as I was watching Britney go through it. I was getting, like, I, my depression had finally, like, really kicked in. I don't remember exactly what triggered it. I mean, I don't really remember, but I remember, like, I was in a dark place for a very long time and Britney's music was always something that got me out because I love dancing I would dance and stuff because Britney Spears like she just watching her dance and watching her light up they just made me want to do the same thing and again I've talked about some other podcasts of how much I always wanted to be a performer when I was young and I oh like I I credit Britney Spears a lot to that because she just made it look fun and easy and she really did she made it look like it was a big production and fun Michael Jackson other artists did that too and I'm not you know I, I I can't not cite them as sources as well but Britney Spears was my biggest inspiration for that because she just she was young and she made it look fun and that's what it was she just and she did it by herself like most of the boys were in boy groups Britney was doing it by herself I mean Usher was there too but I really wasn't that into Usher's music I liked his music but I really didn't see much of him and, and mind you MCV was still somewhat kind of and they always have been a little bit color biased with the ones they play and pop music was you know R&B music has always had a place but like for the youth pop music is directed at us I feel like it's directed at us and Usher was like R&B pop but he was never getting as much play as, as you know his white counterparts did but most of his white counterparts the male ones were in boy groups. You feel what I'm saying? Like Backstreet Boys and Sync, they played all day, every day. Usher didn't play as much, but when he did, he was the, the only black boy that would play. Like for a while, Chris Brown was the only one that would play. You know what I mean? Even though there were several of them doing the same thing, he'd be the only one that played. Anyways, but Britney was always just like, I loved watching her perform. And she was always such a real sweetheart. She was such a Southern girl and I loved her for that. And so, you know, I don't know. I just wanted to become a performer. Where am I going with this? I don't even know. I was talking about getting naked. How did this all turn into that? I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know. I just, I love this song. It's such a, it's such a dark song. Like I said, I was, I was going through a dark time in my life and I related to this music because the whole album, like I was listening to like Bat for Lashes at that time. If you guys know who Bat for Lashes is, her music was kind of darkish too. Some of it, like What's a Girl to Do is a very dark song. Like she has some dark music and I was listening to that. And again, I was listening to like Peaches and stuff. So I, there was a lot of dark music I was listening to. And this album from Britney just fit that 
that mold for me in songs like this I was like dude this is dark and then I think she has I think it's blood shy or somebody in the song with her that is just really doing the work around her and it just feels dark and I was watching this movie from Disney it's called something wicked this way comes at that time and that was all about like a dark carnival it's also a, a book by uh Ray Bradbury I think is his name and I read the book as well and it's very dark and this song felt like a dark circusy kind of carnival type thing which is funny because her next album was circus and the song after this one is called freak show so i was putting a lot of things together girl i was i was grasping at things but anyway it was really dark and i had a whole idea and vision for this video that she would be at this dark carnival and it would be really it was it would actually be kind of a scary video but a fun because it, because it's britney it'd be kind of fun like it'd be kind of borderline thriller but not quite thriller it'd be its own thing kind of a pennywise sort of vibe like it would just be really cool so that was my vision for that. And I, I love Freak Show. It just, it's something that's very different from Britney and I love it. Like I really, it's just, for me, it's a standout track on that album because it's just, it's just dark. Um, speaking of Freak Show, let's get into that next. So next we have the song called Freak Show. And again, it's another, it's another Britney banger. It's another Britney banger. And I remember a lot of kids in high school liked this one. I remember that. And I was like, Okay, it, for me, it was nowhere near like one of my favorites. It was just a cute little song, but people loved this song in high school. Like one of my friends who never listened to Britney Spears a day in her life, she couldn't stand her, was like, she came up to me and I had, I had the big iPod, the bulky iPod at that time. And she's like, hey, I know you got that new Britney album. I know you have it. So what's the song Freak Show? Because everybody's going off about it. And I played it for her. And she was like, oh, this is a bop. This is like, she didn't say a bop, but you know, that's basically what she said. And I was like, this is cute. I like this. Okay, this is different, right? So then I played her the whole album and she was like, dude, all the songs are amazing, but like Freak Show was her jam. Like that was the song that got her into Britney Spears. And she still likes her to this day now. Like she's a big Britney fan. Um, uh, yeah, again, it was something different from Britney. So um, Toy Soldier is the next track and another cute one. It, it, and that's what it is. It's cute. The whole album has great songs, but the like this is just it's cute to me. Um, there were a few songs though that were done by Carrie Hilson. I got to bring up Carrie Hilson because she's all over this album. We got to give love to Carrie Hilson. Um, I liked a lot of the work she put in. I feel like she put in a lot of really good work. She also helped write a lot of the songs too. And there's some songs that are very similar to each other. Like I feel like Radar. Um, oh God, oh, what is that one? Oh my gosh, I'm I, I, I'm sorry. The name of it is escaping me. There's a few songs in the album that are very similar to each other, and I think the next track is also very similar to this one, as well. Let me see. I'm I'm drawing a blank. Yes, Hot as Ice. I love Hot as Ice as well. Um, I remember E News made a slip up before uh, Break the Ice came out. They said Hot as Ice was going to be her next single, and even though I was for, because I'm kind of for this song, it kind of gives me like a little bit of a like a, a freak show, like not a freak show, but like like a church vibe, but like a bad, like not like an Antichrist church, but you know what I mean, like like a church that's just like you ratchet, you heathens, y'all heathens up in here. That's the vibe that that gives me. And then she has a song called What You Need on her newer album that also takes me to church too. So girl, she's just doing it a lot. <clears throat> and she mentions church in the song. Girl, she got a choir in this song. I was like, who is Britney? What is Britney Spears doing in this album? What is Britney doing, girl? But she was doing that. She did that. Um, but this song is a bop. This song is a bop too. But yeah, they said uh, Hot As Ice instead of Break the Ice. So when Break the Ice came out, I was like, this fool don't even know what track he's talking about. I'm sorry. That was just a side note thing. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, the song is it, it's a bop. We, we, we messed with the song. I'll even listen to the song sometimes just because like sometimes some of these songs like Toy Soldier, Freak Show, I'm not going to listen to unless I'm listening to the whole album. 
But this song, I'll pull out of nowhere sometimes. I just want to, like, I kind of want to go to church, but I'm also being a heathen, so I shouldn't. This is what I'm, <laughs> I'm bopping to, girl. Um, next one is Ooh Ooh Baby. And another one that's just cute. It was one of, it was one of, it's probably my least favorite Chaco Maho album. Why? I don't know. But it just, it doesn't do it for me. It's cute. I like it. But it doesn't do it as much as the other songs. Every other song to me on this album is better. This is just cute. <clears throat> um, but I remember my mom's ex loved this song. He felt like he thought it was like, a, he thought it should be like on one of the NBA games. Like this should be in an NBA commercial. The, just something about the song. And I was like, okay, I guess I could see it. And I dare say they played it at an NBA game. I feel like we were watching the games, like for whatever reason together. And I don't really watch sports, but I feel like it was playing at one of the games. And he was like, yeah, yeah, see, I told you, like, that's the kind of vibing. So he was eventually right. I never really saw it, but like, you know, like, I, I never saw it for the song. But yeah, like, he was eventually right. Um, and it's a good song. It, it, is, it, it, it is for what it is. It's a good song. Next one is going to be Perfect Lover. I love this song. Really love this song. It gives me, like, it does kind of give me uh, Break the Ice vibes, which is, what I think, why I kind of like it. Um, like I said, there's a few songs in the album that are very similar. And also, I think it's, I think it's Advent or somebody, I can't remember this person's name. I'm so sorry. But um, this person is all over this track, just like how he was on Get Naked. So I don't know. I, I love that about this album. Like, because Britney's normally just by herself. She's either by herself. There's like a choir of people. Like her first records were coming out. There's always like a choir of people singing behind her. Like, you know, like a theme. But, you know, like it just, just like a sing-along kind of thing. But it was weird to have somebody on her tracks who was like dominant on her tracks with her, like in these songs. It just it just felt so strange. And, and who wasn't Will I Am <laughs> on that Britney Jean? But it just felt so strange. And like I liked it though. Like I think that added like a darker element because his voice is very like ah, you know what I mean? Like he's got a really good dark sounding voice. I kind of like it. And it just adds this kind of foreboding to her tracks, which is, again, why this album, I think, sticks out for so many people. It's such a different from, like, the, the bubbly... You Like, her first couple albums, you can listen to, like, you know, like, a sleepover or, like, a, a beach party or whatever. You know, that's that's Britney in a nutshell. Her albums are so much fun. But when you, in like, you know, In The Zone is very clubby. But this song is just dark. This album is just dark. Like, these are dark songs. I'm not, like, it's like an underground club for once. Like, you, you, she's giving you under, underground club vibes. She's giving you, like, just club and not so safest of areas vibes. So it's okay. Like, she's giving you, like, late night drives to, to your man's house, to your girl's house, to whoever's house vibes on this album, girl. Like, you're not going to show up to somebody's house in the middle of the night here and overprotected. I'm not getting in that car, girl, but I can't take that ride. It's not by survival. I'm not doing it. But if you pull up to my crib with this in the track, you know, in the back, we, we might have some fun, okay? That's the vibe this album. I'm just going to say it. Okay, yes, stay mad. Next and lastly is going to be Why Should I Be Sad? <clears throat> Y'all, this song, this is why I like Pharrell. See, Pharrell can't sing for crap. Pharrell is not a singer to me. Somebody needs to tell that boy he's not a singer. But what he can do is produce music. We're, we're not going to act like he can't. And like, hello, dude, this beat, are you kidding? And okay, because she, like, she finally let up off our neck, but she didn't, you feel me? Because the whole album, she was just giving, she was serving beats. She was serving beats that make you want to dance and go to the club, this underground club. But then this one kind of gives you like a softer vibe. You still go into the club, but you're not going to that club. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's something about this song that just gives the album a touch of something different. And real talk, I would not have minded, like, a whole nother 
song like this on the album. And there were other songs that would have potentially kind of given the album sort of like a, a different kind of balance and flow. Um, we're going to play Sugarfall right now for y'all. If you've never heard it, I'm not playing the whole song because I'm trying to, you know, I'm getting in trouble. But like, I do want to touch on Sugarfall because Sugarfall was like a bop. And Love is a State of Grace. And, um, oh, there's Out of This World. Like, there, it, this one's called Hooked on It, but I call it Sugarfall. Girl, when I heard this song for the first time, mind you, I got her album before it dropped. I was like, yeah, I had a few of her albums before they dropped because they were dropping online. They were dropping on like these like toured sites or whatever. And so I was like, oh, let me go get that. Yeah. And so I couldn't discern which ones were her actual like songs or which ones were just like not going to be on it. But I had gotten like 20 songs, right? And out of the 20 that were put out, like eh, 18 to 20 songs, like there were 12 that were actually put on the album. So I had the entire album, but I also had like eight, you know, like about like seven to eight songs that were not put on the album that were definitely recorded and done by Britney. Like What You Sippin' On, this one. Um, there was, like I said, Love is a State of Grace. There was um, Baby Boy. There was uh, Let Go. Yeah, the, like a slow song. That was cute. It wasn't great, but it was cute. Sugar fast, you make my sugar fast, sugar fast. Girl, this is a bop. When I tell you, right, like if you put this on the same album as Why Should I Be Sad, it makes sense. It's cute. Yes, it didn't stay, but didn't shout at my brother. I'm okay. Ow! Bop, I'm sorry. What is next? Okay, Um. let's see. Let's play Out of This World. I don't know if Over to You Now, Um. Yeah, I don't know if Over to You Now was meant for this album or if it was meant for uh, the album that never got released, uh, Original Doll. Um, the ones that like were on that little chaotic album she put out. This is the box too, though. This really is. And then there was what you said. I don't know if what you sipping on was meant for this album. I always put it with blackout, but who knows? It could have honestly been in the zone. Bob, you guys. Bob. Mm. So, yeah, it had to be before that because she's talking about K-Fan and they weren't even the thing by this point. Ow. Bob, okay, last one I'm going to play is called Let Go. And I love this song because it's just different. I'm not going to say she's, she sings it great, but it was cute. Bob. Plus, she can also play piano. I, I love her. Mm. 
I'm going to stop it there because at some point in the song, I'm like, Brittany, someone take the mic. <laughs> I, you know, Brittany, girl, <laughs> I love her so much. I really do. Um, actually, well, hold on. I want to play Rebellion real quick because Rebellion is another bop for me from Brittany. And this was, again, around that time, too. Um, we're just going to play a little bit. I really, I actually wrote a whole, because it's only a snippet of the song. I actually wrote, like, verses for this and stuff, too. So, like, Brittany, if you ever want to hit me up and do a remix or something to Rebellion, please let me know, sis, because I actually have, like, lyrics for you, so and they, they pop, okay? They are on point, like a prima ballerina girl, what you want to do. Here we go. Brittany, y'all. This is Brittany. Yes. Don't just stand there, do what you got to do. So yeah, if she's ready, Brittany, you ready for that, girl? Call me up, sis. Let's go. <laughs> we can do this, sister. This could be the free Britney movement song, Rebellion. Girl, you ready? No, you're not. Sit back. I don't mean her. She's ready to go, y'all. Y'all need to get ready. All right, so that's the end of this one. Um, I'm going to get into In The Zone. I'm going to get into some of the singles that are not quite on albums. We'll discuss those as well, like the chaotic stuff. Um, over to you now. Um, there's so many of them that just were not released on actual albums. So we're going to get into that. But this is the end of Blackout. You guys, Blackout is an era of Britney that is just completely iconic in its own way. Every Britney era to me is somewhat iconic, but Britney, this album is so iconic because of the lack of promotion that it got, but it made its money because one, it's just a really good album. And two, it kind of like, she kind of promoted it, but didn't. And I say that because of the scandals and stuff that were going on at the time, what was going on in her life sold this album to fans, I think, more than than her performances and stuff, obviously. It was what was going on in her life, and I think people thought they were going to get a peek of that on this album. And from a lot of the unreleased stuff, it sounds like they could have possibly gotten a peek, but either way, like, it does represent a time in Britney's life because it was a dark time for her, and the music, I think, did reflect that with how dark it was and how different it was. We were seeing a Britney that we didn't really understand and didn't know what was going on with, and then we heard music that just doesn't sound like her either. So it definitely did reflect the time in her life that was going on. And I just think she's amazing. I really do. I think she's amazing. What she's come through on the other side of is so awesome. And I'm so proud of her. And I really hope for more. I feel like there's more that obviously needs to be done. And I can't wait to see her back to herself. I like Even if she never performs again, it's a sad thought, but even if she never does, as long as she's happy, I think she deserves that much. No, I don't think. I know she deserves that much. She does. We all deserve that much. You know what I mean? But especially people who have been, I think, you know, in some type of like, situation like her. I don't know her complete situation. I'm not about to act like I'm an expert on Britney Spears' life. I'm not doing that. I mean, I sometimes like I am, but I'm not an expert on her life. I can't tell you what's going on in her life, but I think someone with her personality and her sweetness and just how unproblematic she is most of the time, like, yes, like she deserves her happiness. She does. There's people out here who are walking free, who are able to do what they want, and they're doing like ridiculous stuff. And the fact that this woman who 
she like regardless of where she is at mentally whatever people want to say whatever the fuck she, i'm sorry whatever the case she deserves her freedom point blank and period she deserves to make her own decisions um she does and if she needs that help then yeah get but but let it be better help than what she's getting that's all i have to say about that um and yeah that's it that's that i'll see you guys later peace <laughs>